B-G-N-A-R-L-E-Y till I die <laughs> Mic check, one, two, to the three, four, five Nick tunes up next with the podcast live What's up, Bromit? Bromit Vomit, brought to you by JB2 and the Duke Today's show sponsor is Chicho's Pizza And Moke America And Black Shrap And we got a a promo code to get 20% off your order. It is JB2SuperDrop23. You go to you, and, and we also got Yoka Hair Skateboards. Yoka Hair Skateboards. And Rip Pack. Yeah! And we got Mr. Dave Duncan. You! Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Um, Mr. Dave Duncan, or well, what do we call you, Mr. Dave, Mr. Duncan, Mr. Dave Duncan, Dave? What do we call you? My friends call me Double D. Double D? All right. Double D. What's up, That's why I'm on the D? mic. I'm at an event on the mic or something. They call me Double D. Mm. Okay. That sounds pretty sick. Sick. Um, so we got some questions for you today. I'm so- ready. Shoot. Fire away. <laughs> How did you get into announcing? Well, I started out as a, as a, a just a skateboarder for fun. And then uh, after having fun, they said, hey, if you ride these contests, you get free boards and free clothing and stuff. So I got right. So I started entering the local contests. And then uh, I was actually, I got sponsored a bunch. And they asked me to judge all of the younger kids in the, uh, like beginner intermediate divisions. I was in the sponsor division. So. They would give me like 50 bucks to judge, and I was just sitting there judging, and another guy was announcing, and he he was not a, a pool rider or a bull rider or a street guy. He was more of a racing guy, and he was just trying to help out like a volunteer, and uh, I said, hey, I think I can do better because I know all these guys, and I know all the movies. He goes, please, and he just handed me the microphone and said, uh, hey, you know, go for it. So, And then uh, eventually when I turned to the pro thing, the Thrasher guy was doing them all, and he just kind of got a little older and wanted to retire from it all. He's busy with the magazine, and I was at all the events building the ramps. So that was one thing too. I'm a carpenter, so I help build a lot of ramps. So I'm there oh. building the ramps. Like, hey, can you help us judge? Can you help us announce and save money on an airfare and hotel for flying someone in just for that? So yeah, good times. Yeah, that was way back awesome. in the 80s. That was back in the 80s. So I try to tell everybody to start out at your local scene. Like I did a lot of local contests and demos at my local shops. And you got to start locally. And then as you get better, you start to get more statewide or nationwide you know from there but definitely start your local spots for sure yeah i'm uh we're building a ramp while we're getting the wood to build my ramp right now congratulations that's awesome i think that's everybody's dream is to have their own ramp you know you want to skate all the time you want to skate when you want you don't have to get a ride to the skate park or whatever you know so congratulations on you everyone i know who has their own ramp gets really good because you can skate every day if you skate every day skate all the time you know, a few times a week, then you, you keep getting better and better, you know, with anything you do, you know, you just got to stay with it. Yeah, I have a, I have a ramp in my backyard. See, that's a, see how good you are. See, Eric, look, see, you're getting better all the time, learning new tricks. Plus, you can bring your friends over and have a good time. That's really what these sports are all about is having fun with your friends. Yeah, you can ro- go ride by yourself and maybe learn some tricks, but then your friends go, hey, look what I learned or look what you can do. And then you feed off each other's energy. And that's what makes um, action sports so different 
than like other sports, you know, other sports, like I'm going to beat you. I'm better than you. No, it's not like that with these sports. It's like, Hey, we're all good. We all have our own style. We all have our own tricks. We just vibe each other and have a good time together and get along yeah. cool and have that, That's what makes, you know, skateboarding, surfing, snowboarding so much fun. It's just having fun with your friends. You know, it's action sports is the best that way. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, that's literally the life, just skating with your friends and having a good time. Yeah, and you know what? As you get older, you gotta get a, um, you gotta go to school, you gotta get a job, you gotta, well, you gotta get a car, you know, so you can get around. Then you gotta get a, car, a job, you gotta pay for insurance and gas, and then you know you're busy working, you don't have as much time to ride. So you realize you guys are in a lucky place right now. Before you get your own car, before you have a big busy job or a wife and kids, you know, family, like when you're young, that's the time to do it. When you're a teenager, when you're, you know, like even before that, you guys like enjoy this free time. I hate it when kids sit around, oh, I'm bored. All I do is play video games at home. Life's boring. No, man, go and enjoy this free time that you're only going to have at this time in your life, you know? Yeah. And yeah. everybody that's going to be watching this, I first met Dave Duncan, I mean, uh, D, Double D, Double D yeah. at, <laughs> at Coastal Edge when he was building the ramps for the contest. I remember that. You guys just come by and help out a lot. And I think that's what I'm saying. All the local kids just come and help me. And I, there's a lot of ramps. There's a lot of work to do. I know how to do it, but it would take a lot longer if I had to do it by myself. So I always try and bring some of my friends or the local guys. And uh, I remember uh, John would come and help us out. John Fadala, he's a great guy doing that little local school there and stuff. And um, those Coastal Edge guys were really cool. So thanks. That was a great experience for me. And those ramps came out killer, and I see all kinds of kids learning on them. There's beginner ramps. There's the mini ramp. I mean, it's kind of good stuff for all ages. So um, that's really what you want in a skate park is something for everybody. So right on. That was cool. Yeah. I remember meeting you out there. That was fun. You're ripping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you remember all of your, um, all of the skate tricks and all of the skaters' names when you... It's a, it's a passion. I, I love skateboarding so much. I'm like a sponge. So it's like when you love something a lot, you, you want to um, absorb yourself in it and just be all part of it. And because it, it me, it's just life. It's as easy as breathing in the air. You know, it, it's just uh, you see stuff, you learn stuff. And if I'm always learning because there's always new kids. There's always new tricks. I thought I'd seen every trick in the book like 10 years ago. And I'm like, well, maybe the terrain will be different. But now there's so many variations. And with all the stuff on Instagram and everything, all these kids are doing all these crazy adding things. It's almost like video games coming to life now, you know, double flips and late 180s and, you know, all the different um, flipping into like um, grinds or slides. Like it's just so technical what you can do and where you can do them. There's really no limit to what can happen. And that's what's beautiful about it all is we get inspired by seeing creative, unique people out there doing unique stuff. And um, there's radical people all over the people I don't even know. They're just like random kids or random places doing crazy stuff. So everybody's just having fun doing their own thing. That's what I love about it. It's really cool. That's I love skateboarding my, since I first started. So um, when I'm at events, uh, it just I'm luckily my brain still works good where I can remember stuff from 10 or 20 years ago who might have invented a trick or why they named it that way. Um, or who put their own twist on it, you know, what's what's different because people are always doing the same tricks their own way, you know, when it looks it looks different or maybe it look cooler or whatever, you know, just do your own way, do your own thing, you know, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. Have you yeah. ever invented a skate trick? Like you know, uh, I did a thing that was called a lock and roll. It's kind of like a rock and roll, but I would do like an alley-oop. It was a shallow end of a pool. I had like four feet of where I could barely get up there to grind. So I had to do like kind of an alley-oop 
rock walk slide. We used to call them rock walks. It's like basically like a, a alley-oop 5 kind of. And I would lap over, go so light, I'd just throw my board up there and body, and I would lap over and do like a Smith grind, and it would just lock up. And then I would start falling, and my board would just come after me, and then somehow I'd roll away, and my friends called it the lock and roll. So that's one of the only <laughs> things I can think I remember. It's basically like an alley-oop backside Smith uh, on a really steep um, – extension you know and, and just basically get real toe edge there was a photo and thrasher of it uh full page i'll uh, i should have pulled it up and uh, maybe i'll send it to you guys or something maybe you can slip it in the interview or something uh there was a full page of thrasher of it back in the day back in the 80s but basically yeah. I, I just like uh, back then i was trying to do airs i mean christian Asoy and all the guys were flying high and i was just trying to catch up to them they they were younger than me and lighter than me and they were just flying all around um so I used to do airs like a foot or two out in pools, you know, and then all of a sudden they made these big ramps where you could go like head high. And I'm like, wow. And I wanted to learn that. And I had to learn how to knee slide because we used to run out of stuff back in the day before the plastic kneecaps came on. So, I mean, when I was younger in my 20s, when I was turning pro, um, it was just about um, big rail. We did a lot of street stuff, too, but big ramps, just learning all the tricks. There's so many tricks that guys are already doing flying in the air like 540 McTwist and you know all the crazy new stuff that we're just trying to keep up with everybody it was progressing so fast you know I came from the 70s where it's just basic real soulful simple tricks grinds and slides where everything basically got invented um so I was just hey, I'm just happy to skate you know like I said going to session with my friends and getting inspired by what they do and you know seeing somebody fly over here and go I want to do that and then you go try it so it's fun you know I love skateboarding that way yeah and on my Instagram page, I did this like video. Um, it was I was teaching the kids how to fall, like how to knee Perfect. slide. Perfect. That's so yeah. important to learn. A lot of people, um, you know, they, they like uh, I've been teaching kids how to snowboard. My friends, I love, and they they just start jamming. Like, no, you got to learn how to put the brake, got to get their heel edge, and learn how to how to stop because um, you know once you snowboard, you're like, woo, you just want to charge, but you can get hurt okay. if you don't. You, know, you go too fast. So it's the same with skating. You bomb on a hill, like, whoa, how do I jump off this thing? Cause you get faster than you can run. So you start to learn how to tumble and you know, whatever, try not to get too much road rash when you're out there or break an arm or a wrist or whatever, you know? So good for you. Teaching yeah. people how to fall is a big part of scamming. I mean, you got to learn on your own too. You know, you, you figure it out. <laughs> Concrete's hard. So better just not fall. Just make all your tricks. Never fall. That'd be nice. Right. Yeah. I saw Tony Hawk fall one time. It was, it was crazy. Oh, oh. that he probably fell very hard. And Oh, what did it feel like being in the movie Thrashing? That was a dream for us because uh, we got to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers live. Also, TSOL was uh, trying out for the movies. We got to see them live. We got to skate the Del Mar Skateboard Park. It was closed at the time. They opened it up just for us to do the movies. So we had a whole skate park to ourselves all day, every day. And we got paid. I think it was like 30 bucks a day or something. Which, which, and we got free food. And basically, we got to hang out with our friends every night you know, and, and have a good time. Um, in these hotel rooms they rented for us. We would go up to Santa Monica, Venice, where they had the, um, the dagger, the street scene up there with all the dagger gang. And um, so it was kind of like just a regular day in our lives. Uh, we, cause we would, that was just our regular thing. It's just all of a sudden we had cameras around hanging out with us, but um, it was cool. All the yeah. crazy costumes, all the fun stuff. And none of us had ever been in a Hollywood movie before. At this time, they didn't even really have skate videos. I think Powell was just starting to come out with the first really good quality skate videos with like real professional cameras and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a kid, you're like, you see Hollywood movies to see how they're made and how they go action and cut and lights and makeup and all the different stuff involved. 
you know, hey, to get paid for it, you know, it was cool. And just being with your friends, you know, we just skate around on the set, wait until they call us, hey, you guys, get over here. We need the skaters in here. And, and between that, we're over there. I remember trying to learn kickflips from Mark Gonzalez. He was doing kickflip. We were learning how to ollie on the street back then. This is like 85, too, and people were just learning kickflip. Like, whoa, how do you do that? So we all sat there and tried to learn kickflips while we're off on the set. I remember that was fun. It was good times. A lot of, lot of legendary sounds, skaters in that movie. That sounds awesome. Getting paid it was awesome. It was fun. And getting yeah. free food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. I remember it was Popeye's chicken. Chicken. We got chicken every day. It was good. Ooh. Um, do you still have the tattoo? I still do. I have the dagger tattoo right there. Let me see. Where is it at? Whoops. Where am I going? Oh, right. Somewhere there. I don't know how to get it right. Oh, there it is, right there. Oh, yeah, daggers. That's, that's the tattoo from the guys. Yeah, um, I actually drew that one for a friend. I was in Spain. And I go, hey, friend, you're one of the original daggers in the movie. Will you draw us the thing and we'll tattoo it on my friend? That way he could say that this design was drawn by a real dagger. So I did it. And then the guy goes, hey, I'll give you a free one too since you drew it. I'm like, all right, cool. And then there you go. I had to figure a right place to put it. And there it is. So, yeah, good. that was good times. Yeah. Um, what does it feel like being a dagger? Well, I mean, we were already daggers before the movie. We were basically Alva team was just like, it's just, um, just skateboarding with passion. You know, um, it was before skateboarding became really famous. So now that skateboarding's famous, a lot of kids like, I want to be on the X games. I want to go to the Olympics and, you know, I want to uh, go to, to, um, to learn, you know, at a skate camp or whatever. And, 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 you know, which I love skate camps. That's rather they have all stuff skating and you're hanging out with kids learning, but they didn't have any of that when I was a kid. So, it was just us learning, and this was even before video stuff. Like, um, you just had magazines to look at, how to figure out how to do tricks. So, um, basically, all the guys were just hardcore guys just living the hardcore skate lifestyle, kind of grungy, you know, not really trying to be all perfect and colorful to be sponsored and to be like, um, you know, make skateboarding all uh, professional or whatever. We were just like, no, we just skate. Like, some guys put rails on their boards to save their graphics. We didn't. We're like, no, we'll just scratch them off and get a new one. You don't want your board looking all brand new all year long. You buy it, it looks new for a few days, and then you thrash it, you know? So we were more the skate and destroy side of things, you know, back yeah. in the day. That's why they called it skate and destroy. Just get out there and just get rad, you know? I don't know. Crazy. Um, crazy crazy time. Feel, but it's a cool question. Does it feel like nice and pointy? What was what pointy? No, <laughs> like, oh, that being a dagger feels nice and pointy. Well, I tell my friends stay on point, you know, stay sharp. <laughs> That's some of my jokes about it. But um, daggers is just hanging out with your friends, like basically a skate gang. Daggers was a skate gang in the movie, and uh, all the other guys were like trying to win the contest or win the girl. And we were just, no, we're just the boys hanging out, you know, and if the girls are cool, that's fun. But they were a little more of the grungier type girls or whatever. They were thrasher girls. You know, they weren't the really pretty girls that didn't want to break their nail or whatever. You know, they had to have their makeup and hair all perfect. Our girls are more just, no, we, we go surf and skate. We hang out with the boys, just thrash around, you know. So whatever. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good time. The Alva team was, was definitely different. If you watch the Bones Brigade movie, they talk about that, how their guys were basically um, – you know, they would go to contests and have the contest. They would take them to dinner, take them to the hotel, and get them a good night's sleep and be ready to win the contest. Us, we'd be like, hey, where's the local kids? Who's got a ramp in their backyard? You know, oh, you're going to bring some beer? Oh, cool. And we hang out with all the local kids. So while the pal guys in our hotel sleeping, the Alva guys are hanging out with all the local kids. So next day, like, man, we got to hang out with the Daggers, the Alva crew. And they were so much fun. Those guys were really cool. And they didn't get to hang out with Tony Hawk because he's, like, too famous. You know, he'd get mobbed if he was out there. So whatever. I mean, they, they did some of it. But for the most part, that's just how, how – how it was, and it's in the it's in the uh, the Bones Brigade documentary. If you watch the 
movie. They show a little bit of, of that. And it's also in the Tony Alva documentary that Vans put out, uh, Six Stair Guys, uh, yeah, about Tony right. Alva's story. So this tells you a lot of the stories of the 80s. And um, it's okay. You know, that's just how skateboarding is. You got good guys and bad guys. We were like the bad guys, kind of, I guess you could say. <laughs> what, what was it like to make it on the Alva team? Uh, that was a dream come true because in the 70s, Tony Alva was the world champ. He, Tony Alva was Tony Hawk before there was a Tony Hawk. And I love and respect Tony Hawk. I grew up riding for him. He's an amazing, talented athlete, and he deserves to win the contest. But if you watch his documentary, he really wasn't happy. It's no fun to be the winner all the time. You're kind of up there by yourself. He had a few friends, but everyone's trying to beat him and, you know, whatever, talk shit on him. But with us, we were just like, hey, we know we're not going to win. We're going to be able to have fun and may maybe make the finals or just leave, do some good tricks on a run or whatever. So we had a different attitude toward like, hey, we're skateboarding for the lifestyle of it. When you do these events, it's just fun to bring your friends together and, um, you know, let the good guys win. And the rest of us, hey, let's just have a good time. So the Alva, Tony Alva understood that. He's like, he went through the peak in the 70s when he was the best. And now he wasn't the best. He goes, look, guys, I know what it's like to be on top. You just try your best to be yourself and not really – opened up the door for skateboarding for all kinds of unique individuals that maybe we're not the best guys like Mark Gonzalez, uh, you know, uh, was not the best guy in the contest, but he is still one of the most legendary guys just from the things he's done on a skateboard. When it came to a contest, he was falling around all over the place. He didn't know what he was doing. He was just kind of, you know, tried his best stuff, but other guys would be all perfect. Maybe not do his hard tricks and they get better scores. So, you know, that's that's the difference. So being on the Alpha team was great. I got eventually got to be a team manager. They were flying us all over the world. We went to Australia, went to Europe. We went to Japan, went to Brazil and all over the states doing demos and hanging out with kids just like you guys going to the local shops and just hanging with the kids and just having a good time. It was a dream for me. And to get paid, you know, I had my board with my name on it. Sometimes I get thousands of dollars a month just like for just skateboarding. I'm like, wow, what? Free money? I would have done this for free. I'd already been doing it for free. So, oh, there you go. See, so you got my board. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks to Embassy. They're making my boards right now. That's my new Embassy board. There it is. That's the one. Go buy it. Go log on the embassy website if you want to. Uh, yeah. Here we go. I got my embassy shirt right here. Where's it at? There we go. Embassy. Yeah. Thanks to Lee and all the guys. Are that, yeah. That's my socks. I used to make a lot of ramps uh, back when I was younger and during the pandemic when there was no contest. So I helped a lot of kids out with ramps in their backyard. So um, I'm yeah. a carpenter. I can build houses and stuff, but I prefer to build skate ramps. So it's fun. So right on. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks for showing off that board. I'm glad you had it. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. if you're needing a new board, go get the Dave Duncan model. There you go. There's, you know, it comes in seven different shapes. So I ride the bigger one, but there's smaller ones for younger kids too. So uh, there's popsicle stick ones. There's crazy ones for pools and stuff. So, yeah, right on. Yeah. Um, what is, the, like, the gnarliest trick you have ever landed? No, it's tricky, man. Just doing big airs, like, like um, just trying to go as high as you can because you go high and then you fall um riding big crazy pools like the combi pool it's like 12 feet deep i mean i've ridden deeper bigger stuff um i'd have to think about that one because i've ridden some crazy things i rode a a moving skateboard obstacle in australia one time it was like a wave it was a moving wave that i've never seen in my life they six months later someone uh, ripped off the pro shop and they closed the park so there's not a lot of footage of this thing but imagine like a merry-go-round in the middle of a skate park that would just spin in circles and you could ride a moving obstacle that, that was pretty awesome um, that was just something yeah. interesting. Maybe not the gnarliest thing I've did, but um, 
lately I've been going to Bob Burnquist's house and we've been doing a bit like mega ramp stuff, you know, with Danny way. I, oh. I grew up with those guys and to see guys doing like 20 foot airs, you know, or going over 50 foot gaps, like evil Knievel, that to me, I've never done it myself. I mean, I've, I've ridden the big quarter pipes, but I haven't flown out like that, but that's, that's amazing to, to me, like really pushing it, you know, or guys going downstairs, you know, oh, go down a 10 stair. We'll try and go down a 15 or 20. Like it's crazy how, you know, or big gnarly rails like that, you know, big guys doing like triple kink rails. I mean, it's just crazy what the kids are doing now. So big ups to anybody out there is pushing their own personal limits and the limits of skateboarding. Like I'm amazed. So, yeah. But Recently? for me, just riding big terrain, I think is what excites me. You go, it's like surfing, you know, you guys surf out where you're at. Imagine going to pipeline and it's 20 foot and it's barreling and just to drop in is now you make the drop in. Like that's to me, like what the combi pull is at, at, at Van skate park out here in Colorado. It's like a big, now I pull, but it's perfect. It's like a perfect, once you get in there and figure it out, it's like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever ridden. So, um, that to me, I guess I could say is, is one of the funnest things when you put together a killer run at the commie pool. It's like one of the raddest things I've ever done. So, yeah. Yeah. Recently, I just dropped in a, what was it, 15-foot one? Mm -hmm. I just dropped in a 15-foot How's the rush of that? What's the rush? Are you really like, whoa, I made it. You know, like to drop yeah. in something really big. Like, yeah, imagine when you're going so fast, you have speed wobbles. Like you're going 20 or 30 miles an hour. That's what it's like when you do the mega ramp. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, and the, yeah, I also did the Mini Mega at Woodward. And that's See, there you go. Yeah, yeah. so the, the Mini Mega, that's that's a nice little step to, yeah. The Mega is just too gnarly for most people, you know. Danny Way is just next level. So I will tell you, though, I'm also a snowboarder and a surfer. So I've surfed in some big waves in Hawaii and Mexico. Yeah. Um, and that's scary. Like when you're scared to take off and you're scared for your life and you make it, like that's on edge rush like um you know surviving near-death experience but i've also gone heli boarding in alaska um like they see in the vulcan videos or whatever guys get dropped off in a helicopter top and there's no trees you're above the tree line just out there fresh powder and it's just a dream to get down and it's scary because if you eat shit or go down there's good luck going to the hospital or anyone around so you just got to be very careful and right but what man it's so perfect and such a dream it's like you see it on the videos you dream of it and i've done a couple heli trips a couple backcountry cat trips so that's when you ask some of the gnarliest things i've done that's like where you're nearly dying or you could die and you survive you know avalanches you got to do all the avalanche stuff so that's that's scary but when, when you when you live it you pull it off it's like wow what a dream a near-death experience it, it's it's a dream to come to survive out right yeah. now to have the stories to tell you know it's it's awesome you know luckily you um, live through it yeah exactly but surf skateboard snowboarding i love them all you know I, I, out here in california we get to do them all and i've been an announcer of snowboarding a lot i announced the snowboard for olympics um in 2002 in park city before you kids are born in 2006 in torino italy sean white has gold medal runs i was the announcer guy for all that i did like 20 years of x games of summertime and wintertime uh, summer. So everywhere we went, I got to skate, I got to snowboard all these resorts. So I basically had a dream life, you know, travel. I've been to Europe like a hundred times for skateboarding, all the crazy skate parks and events and, you know, all over the world. So it's, my life has been a dream, uh, but I work hard for it, you know, building the ramps and, um, you know, running the events. As long as you do a good job, they bring you back and they keep bringing me back. So I'll keep coming. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun. I'm looking forward. Last year was one of my best years ever, you know, so right on. In a couple of years, you're going to be announcing me. Yeah, I'll be announcing maybe this summer. We're actually coming to Virginia Beach this summer in the beginning of June to do a jackalope. Uh, it's one of our big events we do in Montreal every year. They have a vert ramp there. They have a street course there. So they might have like a local Grom division or something, you know. If not, I'll, I'll try and get you on the course where you can go get some runs. Tell them you met them. I met oh, the people when they yeah. came in. 
Yeah, yeah. see, that's what we're talking about. Jackalope. I have been. I I don't know. I'm I'm the organizer. I don't know, but we'll, we might get you in the practice session or something. We'll say, I don't know. I don't know how professional it is or how, what the cutoff is, but hopefully you'll let some local kids in there. Um, they usually have like a Grom division at the one in Montreal. They have like younger kids thing, so I'm sure though you'll be able to get there and ride. So maybe I'll be announcing you this summer. But yeah, I've done yeah. every 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 Jackalope for ten years. I've helped them build that event up there in Montreal. It's a great event. Oh, nice. Yeah, and Tony Hawk comes up on the vert ramp and rides and all the top yeah. guys. We're going to put on a big show for you guys. It's going to be great. It's going to be – Virginia Beach needs that. You know, ever since COVID, there haven't really been a lot of big events. So we're trying to bring it back for you guys. So look forward to seeing you. That's first weekend of June. And and it's right near my birthday time. Yeah, and it's right on the beach too. It's going to be right on the beach uh, on the north side. There you go. That's the jackalope. Yeah, perfect. I'm glad you got all that stuff. Cool. Yeah. I'm See you there. First week of June. We'll be there. invited me to come try the vert. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Eric? Oh, um, if you could skate with one person in the whole world at any skate park in the world, what would it be? Oh, you know, back in the day, I'd probably have to say like Christian Asoy. I used to skate. I have skated and traveled the world with him back in his heyday. He would just be flying over my head with such amazing style. He was one of my good friends, too. Um, we'd have a good time traveling together. Uh, I love traveling with Danny Way and watching what he's done. Um, like I said, Bob Bernquist. Uh, I've done a lot of stuff into his house in Brazil. Done a lot of cool stuff with him. Uh, man, Tony Trujillo was a lot of fun to ride with. Um, Pedro Barros, another kid from Brazil, to see what he has been doing and can do. Uh, it's been amazing. Lately, Elliot Sloan, if you see the mega ramp thing at his house, mini mega and a 100-point vert ramp, I've been going skating with him at his house. Um as far as the modern guys, you know, Alex Pearlson, he's another guy that like the, the new vert guys, Clay Kreiner. Um, all, all those guys are just like, as far as modern guys go, but there's, there's too many. There's so many guys, a lot of rad underground guys. I can't remember all their names right now, but um, yeah, but that's a good question. Probably just yeah. people that are better than me that would inspire me, you know, but they're also fun to hang out with. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony Alva, too, I got to say, like, back in the day, I used to see Tony Alva and Jay Adams in the magazines. To me, they were, like, superstars. Like, wow, these guys, I want to be like that. I want to surf. I want to skate. I want to have a good time. And then eventually to meet them and travel the world with Tony Alva and you'll be able to skate back their pools with Jay Adams and have fun. Like, it's been a dream come true. So all those early Dogtown guys, from, if you haven't seen it yet, go check out the Dogtown movie, Dogtown documentary. Um uh, yeah. Pretty crazy stuff, you know. That's yeah. so to me to 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 see that as a kid and then actually live that life through the '80s. You know, that came in the '70s, and I was skating then. You know, I skated uh, back and forth to school on clay wheels before your thing was even invented. So once your thing came around, we were just like them. We're riding in the schoolyards, the banks, and the pools, and down at the beach and surfing in the summers. And so, um, yeah, Southern California lifestyle has treated me very, very well. So <laughs> been very thankful to grow up in Southern California. It's good weather all year long, and. Yeah, sidewalks are smooth, so it's good living. Yeah, everybody that's going to be watching this, uh, you should go watch the Dogtown movie. It's really, really well, it's awesome. It's called Lords of Dogtown, I think is the movie. Uh, yeah, but there's Dogtown. a documentary about Dogtown, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they're both, they're both good. Yeah, I documentary is more the real movie. thing. I like the music in the documentary because it's all the 70s stuff I grew up on. And uh, it's just the real footage, you know. But the movie's fun. Yeah, it's good. They did a yeah. good job on it. 
I love the movie. I love, yeah. I watch it like t- two or three times a month. Like, oh, cool. I so you know it. then. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that, that's how it all started, man. That's the roots. And the tricks they're doing, the moves are just real simple. And that's how you can have fun just cruising and doing simple stuff. Now you look at Instagram, you get so blown away and overwhelmed by all the kids doing crazy, crazy tricks. So don't get too overwhelmed by all that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Funny fact about um, Lords of Dogtown. I was Jay Adams for Halloween. I think I see. I seen a photo of you or something. I don't know somewhere that reminds you. Maybe it's someone else. But yeah, cool for you being Jay Adams. He was one of my good friends. So, um, matter of fact, I have a Jay Adams thing in my pocket right here. Quick, I'll show you there. I carry him with me everywhere I go. I bring Jay Adams here. Let's see. There you go. This came out of my wallet. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a sticker from when he passed away. So, um, but he was basically about the same age as me. And it was really sad to leave. He, uh, We lost him maybe eight years ago, and I've been blessed. I'm like, man, maybe one of these years I'll be gone. But I'm not gone yet. I'm still here. So live it up while you're alive, brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, like, what is the most memorable moment in, like, action sports his- history that you've, like, seen? Man, I was at the X Games when I saw Travis Pastrana do a double backflip on a motorcycle. That was amazing. Even skateboard, like we've been people seeing people do backflips on on BMX stuff, and then to do a single backflip, yeah, but to do a double, that's like and, and people can you could die, you could break your neck, you end up in a wheelchair. I mean, that's death defying stuff. Um, now I think guys even do triples or something. Now it's crazy, but they got airbags and stuff. It's a little different now, but back then they didn't have all the airbag stuff. I don't think. Uh, but that's that's it. Let's stay with. Um, with snowboarding, it's like maybe the big, big Alaska drops or whatever crazy big, big mountain terrain. Um, but, you know, recently the big guys in super pipes and snowboarding is, man, doing like crazy 1260s and 1080s and like double cork stuff. That's pretty crazy what they're doing on snowboards now. But let's take it back to skateboarding. I'd have to say the mega ramp stuff. We already talked about that with Danny Way and, and Bob, like to have them just push that part of skateboarding as fast, as high, as far as you can. Then we, we just did a thing at Bob's where he's got a step-up gap. He's got a, uh, a hip quarter pipe thing. Um, where you fly with the hip and then he's got the gap and the rail. So there's five different, um, five different disciplines that you can do the quarter pipe, the rail, the gap or the step up. And uh, they're all just crazy. And so the, the new kids these days are not new, but you know, a lot of top guys, uh, they're doing just crazy stuff, you know, and then you could die. You could literally die or get hurt really bad, but um, it's all calculated risk. So, you know, they, they, they work your way up to that level. So it looks dangerous as heck for somebody who's just learning like, whoa, how do they do that? They're like magicians or just amazing people that, you know, it's crazy. But that's like why the someone... professionals, the professionals make it look easy. Put it that way. If you're a true professional, you make a difficult trick look easy, and that's why they call them professionals. They get paid to, to do it. I bet. I bet this is what someone's face looked like when they've when they're like they've never skated before. Well, they've skated like a couple of times, and they've never seen a mega ramp. They're like, yeah, their eyes are really big, and they yeah, they've like what? Ah, <laughs> yeah. really, I think they're like kind of like just. Yeah, they're blowing away. No, I, I see mind-blowing stuff. I thought I'd seen it all, and I still see mind-blowing stuff all the time. Every year, every year I see more stuff. You know, last year was one of the craziest years ever, you know. And now, recently, big waves. Have you seen Hawaii? Oh, my God, those guys this year in California is some of the biggest waves right now. I've been seeing all kinds of footage of crazy big waves. Or that thing in Nazareth over there in Portugal. Woo. Dude, guys are riding like 100-foot waves and stuff. I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime. 
crazy. But they're getting towed yeah. in by jet skis and stuff a lot of times. So, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy what's going on now. But yeah, and 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 uh, that one guy just got hurt really, really bad. You know, people have died. You know, so Jericho. Yeah. 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 Um, you can, you can, you can I die. Give out, you can die. I want to give a shout out to Will Scudin. He was just in, I'm um, pretty sure, Portugal surfing some really big waves. There you go. See, that's what I'm talking about. And while you're giving shout outs, I'm going to give a shout out to Black Flies. They're my uh, sunglass sponsor, but they give me money all the time to fly around and do what I do. And um, so if you ever need oh, some nice. good sunglasses, go to flies.com and uh, get them. They got them yeah. for girls too or whatever. So. Um, right on, long as we get shout outs. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? Go get yourself some flies. Yeah, flies.com, black flies. There you go. Y yeah. yeah, that's some Ooh. good advice because everything, everybody loses certain things all the time. My dad, he loses his sunglasses. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's, so you always need new sunglasses. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Yep. It's like and there's it, this. And it's a good birthday gift for Christmas. Hey, you know, you can always use because they get scratched up or whatever, you know. But flies have a lifetime warranty. If they get scratched up, send them in and we'll give you new lenses, whatever. We'll hook you up. Tell them, give them the okay. double D special. Tell them I sent you. Okay. Yeah, go. You check them out on Instagram too. Black Flies uh, Eyewear is what their Instagram tag is. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Hear that, everybody? Yeah. Go follow Black, Black Flies Eyewear on Instagram. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. And Fly Girls. We got another one on Instagram called Fly Girls. It's got all the girls with tattoos looking all sexy with their shades. It's pretty cool. <laughs> bikinis and stuff. If you like girls in bikinis, go to that one. <laughs> Thank Sorry you. Sorry about him, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, what are you talking about? Cake on... and ice cream. I love birthdays. Talk about that. Yeah, what do what you got? What are your thoughts on uh, what are your thoughts about pineapple on pizza? I love pineapple. They call it what the, the Canadian bacon pineapple. What's that called? There's a special name for it. I like it. Yeah, that's good. Hawaiian I, I've pizza. Actually, P O P. Yeah, Hawaiian Hawaiian style pizza. Yeah, Hawaiian style pizza. Yeah, it's Hawaiian style pizza. But I've actually they don't do it in Italy like that. But I've been to Italy, and I will tell you, it is some of the best food I've ever had in my life. Their spaghetti, their pastas, all the ingredients. These are really fresh ingredients. So, um, yeah, Italian food's one of my favorites. And also on food, I like Mexican food too. Here in California. We got tacos and burritos and quesadillas and chimichangas. It's great stuff. So those are some of my favorite. Or sushi. I like some good sushi. Raw fish. These are all healthy, too. The sushi is so healthy for you. So those are some of my favorite foods. As long as we're talking food here. Yeah. Thank you. Is there in like an Instagram we can follow you on? Yeah. Just put in uh, the word double. D-O-U-B-L-E with two Ds. Okay. Double D. And then the last mm -hmm. name D-U-N-C. So it's double D dunk. Double D because that's my nickname. And then Duncan is my last name, D-U-N-C. Um, so I don't know. I just came up with it because every time I put in Double D, there was too many of them and too many Dave Duncans. And so I just kept going, Double D. What about Double D Dunk? Like not my whole name, Double D Duncan. I just put Double D Dunk. So I had a ring to it. So there you go. Try, uh, it's on my board. Bring my board up again. It's on the. It's a, It's written on the signature of my board, the Double D Dunk thing. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah, put it, put it where the signature. Where's the signature at? Up top. Yeah, right there. Right there. Yeah, put that in the camera better. There it is. Double D Dunk. That's my Instagram tag. Double D Dunk. There it is. There you go, guys. Yep. And hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate you putting the um the rails on that to keep my graphics from getting thrashed up. That's very nice of you. The rail oh, it's getting a little scratched by the saw. That's cool. But yeah, the rail that's because it's got a lot of good concave. Um, but the rails will help you if you want to do like board slides and stuff on curbs, especially. So it's yeah. all good. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, boy, that board's looking good, buddy. I like it. That's 80s style right there. Yeah. I like it. 
Father's Day present for Daddy. Yeah, it's my dad's oh. board. Oh, cool. Thank you, whoever got it for him. I like the uh, the shape of it, how those crazy edges on it gives it some personal touch. Yeah, because they can't, you can't do that with a surfboard or a snowboard, but you could do it with a skateboard. You can get crazy with the shapes of skateboards, and it looks cool and it's yeah. still functional. I've right heard, well, I've, I've heard if you go to Woodward, you can pay like some money and you can like shape a deck. Like, you yes. can shape, oh, yeah. Like, you just yes. pay. It can be like the craziest shape. Like, yep, exactly. Like a, the guy who does that is, is Paul Schmidt. Big shout out to Paul Schmidt. He makes our board. It's called Schmidt Sticks, PS Sticks. He has a thing called Create a Skate that's part of Woodward where you know, they'll give you like a ruler. You can measure out your wheelbase and uh, your kick in the nose and tail, how much you want. Yeah, you can make your own custom board. And really, you can ride. It's like surfing. You can ride a shortboard. You can ride a longboard. You know, or same with snowboards. All different shapes and sizes. But with skateboarding, it's fun to experiment with smaller boards, bigger boards, medium boards, because they're all good for different things. So sometimes in a big pool, you might want a bigger board, longer wheelbase, it's more stable. And then if you're going to be flipping your board around, you want a smaller, skinnier board to flip around the streets or whatever, you know, or maybe a little lighter, easier to pop ollies and stuff. So yeah, definitely try to experiment with board shapes. Um, that's a big part of skateboarding. Yeah. Find out, what yeah. Best, find out what works best for you. But, you know, if you get one that you like, stay with it. But always try to experiment. Try to ride your friend's boards or a, an old guy. If guys, old, A lot of guys come to me, hey, Dave, I want to try your board. And I love it. Young kids will ride my big old pool, but they love it because it's a stable and different. And, then you know, big old wide trucks and stuff. So try to ride. If you see an older guy at a skateboard, go, hey, can I try your board? And he might be stoked and let you ride it, you know. He might, he might yeah. get a different feel out of it. Sometimes like a Cadillac, you're just cruising, you know. Feels good. Yeah. Oh, so I got some of my boards back here. Oh, see, there you go. Nice. Yeah, see all different shapes. Yeah, surfboards. I love it. I love all, I love, I like the IPA sticker too. His kid he comes out here to Huntington a lot and hangs out with us. I like all this uh, flames on there, all the different graphics. That's really cool um, to see all the yeah. graphics in skateboards and snowboards and surfboards, you know. Gives us some personality and, and art. I love art, you know. So we all love different kinds of art, you know. Just be yourself. Express yourself, you know. Music. This we love might, music, too. This might sound a bit crazy, but that is not a sticker. I ride. Board, yeah, Ipa. Yeah, no, Ben Ipa is a legend. His his son yeah. is out here in Huntington Beach a lot. We do a lot of server events stuff. Yeah, I, get to, I get to hang out with him a lot. Yeah, he's carrying on the legend, yeah, the Ipa awesome. legend. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he's great. He's thank, been great to JB, right? Thank you so much, Dave Duncan. Yeah. Or Double welcome, D. Thank you so much, Double hey, D, for, for coming, coming on. on. You're welcome. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to coming and high-fiving you guys and, and hanging out and skating with you, getting your shred on yeah. out there at Jack Club, uh, first weekend of June. Here, that's like only like five yeah. months away. Yeah. yeah it's coming are soon. you Are you going to North Carolina anytime soon? Uh, my daughter lives in Raleigh, North Carolina, so I might. But she said she's moving back here in the next couple months. Why? What's going on in North Carolina? I actually, yeah, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, you do? Oh, cool. My daughter lives out there. Yeah, but she just told me she wants to move back out to California. She said it rains a lot out there. Has it been raining a lot? It it rains a lot. Yeah. California, we get a lot of sunshine. She likes the sunshine. Yeah. Or, well, we don't live quite in Raleigh. We just live, like, right outside of Raleigh. But like That's okay. I I love North Carolina. It's beautiful. Beautiful place. So good for you. That's cool that uh that you live there. If I do make it out that way, I'll definitely look you up. All right. You never know. I might be coming. You never know. Yeah. Uh, yo, you're the man. Thank you so much for coming on. Right on, guys. Thank um, you, guys. And, and uh, just have keep, a nice 
Yeah, keep shredding, keep skating, keep having fun with your friends, live life, do good things, um, be positive and happy and spread joy around you and do good things for other people. And uh, it'll all come back to you in a good way. Karma is a good thing. So just go out there and try and help help other people as much as you can in life. It will help yourself. It feels good and people will want to help you sometimes too. So right on, you guys. Cool. Keep it up. Um, wait, what time is it for you out there? It is, uh, let's look. It is, uh, five o'clock. Oh, five o'clock. 7.56 for us. Yeah, yeah 7. it was four, four fifty. Uh, yeah, three hours. We got three hours different. <laughs> yeah. From yeah, California, that's... East Coast, three hours difference. Yeah. That's cool. Are you yeah, that's pretty for cool. announcing for USAS? Am um, I for, for announcing doing... for what? Uh, USASA. USASA? You know, I used to do that one in Colorado. I might in April be in Copper Mountain. We'll see. I did that for like 10 years. I loved it in the USA. And I do some local stuff out here. But um, I'm in California, so I don't know if I'll see you guys. But I, I announced some local snowboard events in here. We just did a rail jam at Mountain High a couple weeks ago. It was really fun. And, um, oh, yeah, it's we're all good. Nationals. We're going to be at Nationals. Are you? So that's in Colorado. That, that's in yeah, Colorado. that's at Copper Mountain. Yeah, that's the one. I announced the Nationals for like 10 years. So yeah. I might. We'll see. We'll see. Once this stopped yeah. with COVID, I haven't gone because of COVID. But maybe I'll talk to him about bringing me back out there. I mean, hopefully I see you there. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. He went last year for his first time, he ended up ranking fifth and uh, fifth snowboarder overall in the country. Hey, how amazing that. is that event, right? How I cool is that mountain and that place? Like, what a dream to see all the other snowboarders, how cool it is, oh, all the kids, all the young yeah. kids in your division. So, congratulations yeah. on being fifth. That is very respectable, but it's a whole country. So, just yeah. keep it up, man. Keep on riding, keep having fun, and you'll get better every time you ride for sure. We had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so, so much cool. for coming on. Yeah, All right, guys. Hey. Thanks for having me. We see you soon. For sure. Oh, yeah, we right on, guys. Right on, Groms. Keep raging. Cool. You too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Vomit, vomit out. Vomit, yeah. vomit. Yeah. Oh, man. God damn. Nick's back with a sidewalk slam. Still 10 toes at them high top.